Welcome everyone to Is This a Game, the official Machinima podcast, where every week we are going to be asking ourselves, is this a game, amongst about a million and ninety other questions. I am your host, Shelby Reese, and I am here with my co-hosts, Zach Niblick. Hi. And Jeff Clark. What's up? And every week we are going to be taking our favorite topics of the week, be it internet, gaming, or just frankly whatever the fuck we feel like talking about, and we are going to be debating them ripping them to pieces, and then you guys, in turn, can come back and rip us apart if you feel the need. They would never. Mm-mm. The internet would never. They would never. No, no. They love us. They love machinima. They absolutely do, as they very well should. Uh, this week's topic is, are day one editions of games completely pointless? And by this we mean, are all those fun little knickknacks that you get when you pre-order a game completely worthless um i just gotta say it's a necessity to have spider punk suit and oh, yeah. i'm not gonna play the first 12 hours of mm. spider-man ps4 without having spider punk dude and they had another edition that got got you that special edition fig pin you, i got on my got, ba- i you? got it yeah yeah it's nice that, that was a, it is a good looking it's pen. bigger than i thought it was how big like how big is it's it like a, a inch and a half like okay yeah so it's like it's prominent when displayed on a backpack oh yeah Ooh. so both of you boys essentially got duped into pre-ordering slash did you pay more for it to pre-order it no when you, i mean that's the thing is it like it's so i guess the question then becomes like where are we where are we making the distinction between like mm. a day one and a and a pre-order like well, day, day one bonuses and a pre-order bonus i guess like, where's the line and like what's the difference Mm. Mm, that's a great question Jeff and I actually discussed this a bit earlier and we were saying that typically now with pre-orders there's a couple different options of pre-order so there's standard pre-order where you're typically going to get one to two things and then there's you know like the gold edition the deluxe edition the etc etc and it gets to this realm of you're essentially paying $159 or something of that nature for extra skins and downloadable content in a game oh yeah yeah yeah. it's ridiculous i mean like like, i was looking at some of the packages for call of duty pre-orders and it's like i'm like oh my god no the one that always cracks me up when you go on like the playstation uh store home front is it like home front home screen excuse me uh is like where it has um in like nba 2k 19 deluxe gold edition and it's like 99 dollars for like (laughs) extra skins for your dude and like having roster people yeah, yeah. you get like top. different sneakers different basketball shoes for your boy some like what's their what is their in-game currency you get like ten thousand of those credits oh yeah no no it's called yeah i forget it's basketball bucks something <laughs> like that. But, so where do, where do you draw the distinction though because then it turns into if you're actually unlocking a character that you can play is that worth it versus just getting downloadable skins or something of that nature Because a lot of the times you have to consider that when you're pre-ordering and you're doing a day one edition of something, you're doing it because of A, the hype surrounding the game, and B, because you think it's something that you're going to get a lot of playtime on. But that can backfire really quickly. My favorite example, Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, that one hurts. Yeah, you got burned on that one, huh? Oh, it's painful. It's so painful. Because you're like like a diehard Mass Effect fan, so that one hits you right between the eyes. Oh, oh yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I reviewed that game. I I reviewed that game, and I gave it way too glowing a review at the time in retrospect. Um, But you have since played that like 
I, way after its launch now, and they I guess they've fixed a lot of the issues. Well, so I, I pre-ordered that game, and I just want to preface with EA, I hate you a lot. So wait, what was the what but were the pre-order things that you, you got? got with it? You got separate skins for the Nomad, which is the the Mako type thing. The Mako type, the Mako 2.0 essentially. So you got two skins for the Nomad. You got a couple of like casual Pathfinder skins, kind of like how in Mass Effect 3 they gave Commander Shepard a hoodie. It's like that kind Damn. of stuff. And like I would just like to point out that I did not pre-order this game for the extra stuff. I pre-ordered it because it was Mass Effect. I could have given a damn about about the the downloadable content. I could have cared less. Right. So that, again, brings us back to are day one's editions of things completely pointless? I think they are. Honestly. So, we, so I mean, we can we could probably even just like start referring to this as like as pre-orders and even because because yeah. yeah. my understanding is uh, like of the way that pre-orders usually go these days is that pre-orders are also not necessarily like required to get that content in most cases these days. Like for instance, with Spider-Man, like you can get the Iron Spider and Spider-Punk suit and Velocity suit. I think is the the third one that you get when you pre-order. Like you can unlock those just through normal gameplay. The thing is just like. People like, like, you know, developers and publishers like to put these things in as, like, a, a way to, like, kind of shortcut the line and start the game with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, to, admittedly, is, like, was a cool thing because having the, like, Spider-Punk, Iron Spider, and Velocity Suit unlocked kind of, like, off the top of the game. Like, you still have to jump through some hoops to actually get them. But, like, yeah. you, that's, that's getting them in, in the first hour or two versus, like, hour 15, hour 20 or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So do you think then where do you where do you stand on this side of the debate then? No, I mean like I like look, I don't pre-order things often when I do it's it's you know buying them like the night before they they go live on the store or something and then it's and it's only specifically so that I can like buy it and get it downloading so that it's ready to play at midnight or 9 p.m. or whenever it lo- unlocks but I I I totally have never understood pre-ordering a game like weeks in advance and whatever because i'm like what like why would you do that like the game that you're gonna get on launch day is gonna be the exact same that you got if you bought it that launch day and like you just you have no idea how it's gonna be and like i get it that like i'm like pre-orders don't make sense anymore like that's why that's why publishers have to like shove all of this crap down your throat when they want you to buy their game because like pre-orders are kind of irrelevant it was for when stores were mostly brick and mortar and mm-hmm, it was like oh mm-hmm. i'm gonna pre-order call of duty because i want to play it on day one yeah so i have to like buy it and reserve my copy mm-hmm. now uh, now the uh, like i said like they might in my eyes the only point of like a pre-order is is just like buying it early like before actual launch so that you can have it ready to play on launch day yeah 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 for me uh it, it, i think it, it you're right it's a relic from the early 2000s or like before that even uh with when things were physical and like i remember just w- going to gamestop so i go go pre-order kingdom hearts because i knew that would sell out at at least on maui there's only two GameStops. yeah you should yeah jeff wait there's two GameStops there's on two GameStops. maui is the is not the biggest island of no, Hawaii, no no correct? no yeah it's it's the second island in the chain so it's a so it's one so of the smaller the ones. Biggest. No, uh, it's actually yeah, it's the second biggest. It's the second biggest. But Maui size, is the second biggest. but size does not matter in uh, the ch- the island chain because Oahu is smaller than Maui, but has 
so many more people. It's basically mini LA on an island. See, Waikiki is terrible. Wait, it's a wait, horrible place. Is okay, wait, how, so there's two GameStops on on Maui. Maui is how big is Maui? Like geographic space? Ugh, I don't even. <laughs> Like like, like 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 uh, compare it to an American state. An American, it's. We're we talking like a Rhode Island here. Yeah, maybe, may, if that. <laughs> so it's okay. So it's like a. An, it's small. Yeah. So there's two Game Stops on Maui, and you're and that, so I, so you pre-ordering that like. Makes yeah. So sense. you had yeah you had to pre-order because there's only a certain amount of copies of a game that are going to show up in one of the two Game Stops. So, I mean. I had, you would always have to pre-order, so that's kind of carried over, but now that things are like, ever since PS3, Xbox 360, things started going digital, now it's, yeah, they do need to put things to entice you to pre-order, like early access, or extra skins, um, and I mean, I, I get the whole concept of pre-ordering, like, it helps the developers figure out, like, how many people are going to buy the game, uh, and especially with online multiplayer stuff, it helps them like figure out server space and how how much data is going to be coming in and out. Um, so when it comes to multiplayer, I can see pre-ordering actually being beneficial to the community because it does help the developers. Um, but when it comes to like single-player games and stuff like that, yeah. It, it is. It's interesting it. that you yeah. do bring it up because it is definitely still like a business metric that a lot of publishers use. Like I, like when I was um, at uh, doing doing the social media for Activision, I wasn't. I so to be clear, uh, concession to the audience. I used to before before working at Machinima back in the day. I used to do the social media for Guitar Hero uh, when I worked at Edelman, which is an agency that handled the social media for Activision. And so, having prefaced with that, um, Activision cared so deeply about pre-orders as one of their like you know ramp up metrics and it was it was super interesting to me as like this kind of like fresh-faced kid coming in being they're like how many pre-orders like where are we at with pre-orders like we're a month out where are we sitting with pre-orders and mm -hmm. it was like why are you so obsessed with pre-orders for a game that like we know is going to sell mostly digital copies and that granted that's not really for guitar hero that's you can't digitally get the guitar <laughs> right but it's like but it's like but it's like yeah no i mean like they were you know and that was 2015 when that game launched and that you know that's just three years ago like how recently you know publishers are still obsessed with those metrics as far as like using pre-orders as a way to track how games like and like you know and like preempt how their initial success is going right, to do right. in the marketplace yeah for games that are have you seen like all the how crazy the pre-order Editions are getting for games yes. like that are coming out. Assassin's Creed has like four. Was it five? Or five? five or six different editions, not including the standard. Different packages, right, right. Where you get and like I was saying this to you earlier. It's like every Fallout game or like iteration of Fallout anything. There is always a version that you can buy, like pre-order, that comes with like a Pip Boy. Or mm, something mm. of that nature, which is dope when it when it is like a big flagship game like that, and they do want to make it Fuck, be this yeah. like you know this like actual physical marketing thing. It's cool. Yes, it like drives yes. hype. I mean, the Pip Boy thing is. I there was a I, game that did. I think no, it's Halo. 
One of the Halo games I did it forever ago where they were a little bit kind of unclear in the marketing. It was it was a helmet that they were selling. Oh yeah, that's yes. for three. And it was it was for Halo Three, yeah, right. And it was and everyone was like, Oh my god, you pre order the game, you get a Master Chief helmet and like but then it actually comes and it's like not even big enough to yeah. fit on like it a had cat's a, head. Yeah, it was a slot that had like an a, a thing that went into it so yeah. you could put, keep the steel case game in that thing and then put the helmet, helmet down over all it, over right. it. <laughs> but it was totally not like and which is so funny because like I I thought that was awesome and I definitely was like oh damn like I want to wear a Master Chief helmet oh yeah can't wear it my cat can't even wear it like yeah I, almost... I don't think Spooks would be happy if you tried to put that on him <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you Master I, Chief cat I think my issue like I I get the whole shtick of having like all these different packages and different things, especially with flagship titles. Like mm-hmm. I get that. But when you pay extra money for a day one edition, it essentially means you paid the most money to play the game in the worst state that it will ever be <sighs> post launch. And I know that that sounds like me having PTSD because of Mass Effect Andromeda. And maybe it is. But when that game launched, it was trash. And it is now workable. Mm. But I now have this innate fear of pre-ordering anything because I'm like, I'm going to get it on launch day and it's going to be in such fucking disarray that I'm going to play maybe an hour of it and then be like, I can't play this game. And then I won't touch it again for like eight months. And then I will have spent 60 bucks to hate my life for an hour and then never touch that game again it's it is it, i agree with you like for and it, it definitely for single player games like to jeff's mm, excuse me frog in my throat uh to jeff's point there's <laughs> like out, it's dude. oh god dude. uh to jeff's point yeah i mean like it's good for um for, for multiplayer it makes sense and like that's why i think like obviously like we see so many betas these days like every major shooter that comes out like almost always has a beta rollout before it, uh, at mm-hmm. least like a month or two mm-hmm. beforehand but it, it is Interesting. I was looking this up just now about what the different uh, pre-order versions of Assassin's Creed there are, and this is and this is a game that I'm actually kind of like uh, gonna. Be, I'm not like I don't, I'm not poo-pooing on this game out the gate. Like I'm gonna approach it with an open mind, despite right. the fact that yeah, I'm totally yeah, yeah. sick of Assassin's Creed. But uh, so yes, you're correct. There's like five different ones. There's the Assassin's Creed uh, just normal pre-order that comes with like bonuses. Like pre-orders from the UB Store will include access to the Blind King mission. Pre-orders from Best Buy will include a $10 reward certificate, and pre-orders from GameStop will include the Blind King mission and a helmet keychain. Cool. Then there's the Assassin's Creed. (laughs) That's real spiffy. Where'd you get that keychain? Pre-ordered Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm -hmm. Then there's the Assassin's Creed Odyssey Deluxe Edition. With this version include only digital content, uh, you will get a... You will get XP and currency boosts, a couple of gear packs, and the Kronos and Herald of Dusk featuring the Kronos and Herald of Dusk featuring armor sets for Alexios and Cassandra. What wow. What the hell? And the <laughs> that is a- Capricornus Naval Pack. Uh, and I'm sorry. <laughs> that is a naming convention. The Capricornus Cap- Naval Pack. Uh, that is a name. Then you thought that was enough. No, they're not done. Assassin's Creed Odyssey Gold Edition. This version will include the title's deluxe content, season pass, and three days of early access. Early access will begin on October 2nd, 2018. There is a digital version and a physical version with the Steelbook case. This version costs $110, but we're not done yet. 
at the Assassin's Creed Odyssey Ultimate Edition is $120. The Ultimate Edition includes all the content from the deluxe and gold editions of the game. Uh, and it comes with a little statue? No, no, that's a different one. The statue version is $150. Then there's the Assassin's Creed Odyssey Spartan and Pantheon Collector's Editions. $160 for the Spartan Edition, $220 for the Pantheon Edition that both come with figures. All the above and some figures <laughs> and on some top figures of it. and, no, I'm sorry. Is there a the, physical the officials, map? The Spartan Edition will include just the Spartan statue and the Pantheon Edition will include both the Spartan and the Athenian statues to create the Pantheon diorama. Both will what include the, the digital content of the Deluxe Edition and a season pass, a steelbook case, a 64-page art book, a lithograph by Hugo Puzzoli, hey. yeah. <laughs> a map, a soundtrack with select music pieces from the game. Both versions will be sold exclusively through Ubisoft. And finally, is this real? There is a $750 legendary Alexios version that oh, yeah. comes with a statue that is 32 centimeters tall. That can't be right. 750 bucks? Oh, it's okay. It's there's 750 bucks is the highly detailed premium statue features Alexios on the head of and the on the head of Medusa in the hero of Sparta armor and the broken spear of Leonidas. This massive statue is 68 centimeters tall. So okay, dude, Ubisoft is crazy. God. Ubisoft, <laughs> I want to know. Thank you to Game Game Spot for for uh, breaking that out in that yeah. handy article I was just pulling from. I and the Division Two one just as bad. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, just right, Cause yeah. has like pages of stuff as well. See, that's the thing. It's like, like if you're a diehard fan of these games, like cool. Like an art yeah. book is awesome. Like yeah. I, you know, having the collectors things and like if you are really diehard fan of that, like I get it. But it's like. The thing is, though, if you don't pay for them day one edition, like, I'm just going to reiterate this one more time. I have several art books that I love. I adore having them. I have a Mass Effect art book. I have a Mass Effect Andromeda one. I did not pay for it as part of a day one, like, edition, like, bundle or pre-order bundle or whatever. And I got it for 20 bucks. Two months later, See, that's at Barnes the thing. and Noble. Mm. That's the thing. That's the yeah. thing. So many people forget because it's totally like, it's totally like when you're a kid and you're like eyeing that RC helicopter that's on the top shelf at Chuck E. Cheese, and oh, you're yeah. like, okay, it's forty thousand tickets. That if I do the math, okay, that means if I play skee ball every second of every day for the next five years, I'll accrue enough tickets to buy that RC helicopter that is 40,000 tickets. When in reality, <laughs> you could just go to Walmart and buy that same thing for like 20 bucks, which is a fraction of yep. what your parents are going to shell out on tokens for you to keep trying to be good at skee-ball, which you never will be. Mm -hmm. But like, even if you were doing what they say not to do and climbing up the ramp and hand-placing them in the $100,000 slot or whatever, 100,000-point slot, mm -hmm. It would still take you an extraordinary amount of time to get that many tickets to buy the RC helicopter, which, again, you could just have your dad take you to Walmart and be like, hey, this is better for me. This is better for you. You don't have to sit at Chuck E. Cheese. You don't have to blow, like, $800 in me sucking at ski No five-year-old is that cognizant. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, you I'm were just... talking about this, like, this five-year-old is so self-aware. Yeah, I'm just seeing <laughs> mini Zach in, like, putting on his best suit. Pulls out a like a, a PowerPoint presentation and the and point, he's like, laser Dad, pointer. Listen, I'm gonna tell you a tale. <laughs> really such a scrub here, like, Father. I want that RC car. 
and you can get it for me for a fraction of the price. <laughs> if you order now from walmart.com <laughs> for three easy payments of five dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, like the period, like, and so again, if you're a fan, like, it makes sense. I think for, I think you know, the good, the good thing is that like. Like all things in life, you get to vote with your wallet, um, right. and that is applies doubly to pre-orders because, as you know, people start to realize that that it's not necessary to pre-order a game. I think people are still stuck in the mindset of buying brick and mortar copies of games. They think like, "Oh, it's a game I'm excited about. I have mm-hmm. to pre-order it." Like we're just going to see pre-orders continue to decline, um, and you know, incentive to like roll into these games early will go up and just get crazier. Um, more and more skins, more and more early access to weapons and things, and 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 we should note that like I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure for the most part, like anything that you really get as a bonus in pre-orders, you can usually somehow unlock in the game itself, right? Through a yeah. grind. I mean, I know um, there's pre-orders that have things that like you will never get this thing without a pre-order. I can't. None no, come to no, mind no, right no. Now, uh, we were actually, I was, we, again, we were discussing that earlier. Assassin's Creed Origins, which was the last one that came out, had exclusive weapons or something that you physically could not get if you hadn't pre-ordered god of war uh is another one that just had it was like you got a theme three shields and i think i have it yeah playstation playstation like, likes doing that with the themes yeah you get you got three shields that you couldn't get I don't, I don't ever i know i don't you know that was actually hilarious i was laughing at twitter earlier so it's um hashtag outbreak day nice one naughty dog uh talking about the last of us and they did this thing where they released a certain amount of codes. You could download a PlayStation 4, the Last of Us 2 theme. And it was like only a certain amount of people got it. And like I've seen screenshots of it all over Twitter today. And it's literally just green woods, grown up Ellie with a bow. And yeah. it's like people were probably ready to murder people over that, which just trips me the hell out. What well, never. Like, yeah. I've, no. I've never understood it. <laughs> like. The, the the fandom of the games industry uh, so what I've never understood is that like games fans of which we are as well mm-hmm. so I, we're allowed to say this no I hate it. games uh, is, <laughs> what's a video game <laughs> no. I'm playing on your computer television device um, but the 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 thing that I've never understood is that like I personally I think that a lot of gamers have extremely like gaudy taste in things um, be, because there's like a reason these manufacturers still keep making these headphones look like fucking formula one cars or whatever. And and it's like, and it's like people are clearly buying them and it's like, you know, the, the gamer glasses and the razor chair back with the thing and, and like whatever, like it's also like, Oh my God, like it's so like gaudy and whatever. And I, and nothing is more relevant to that point than consoles because I have like seen like three special edition consoles in my life that look Good. The rest of it, like that Spider-Man one that just came out, mm-hmm. it like crucify me. It looks dumb. It's like this like cherry red, and it like has the big spider on it, or whatever. And the yeah. controller's got the like. It doesn't like. It looks like a. I don't know. Like it looks I, like a toy. Like it. I'm, yeah, no, no, I, I'm I, in the same I, boat. I think to I think to your point, and this is coming from somebody that literally has a backpack that like is themed after Mercy from Overwatch, and it has fucking angel wings nerd. on it. Huge nerd. Like this is coming <laughs> from me. I hate to to an absurd degree like just when you turn on a Twitch stream just bear with me here when you turn on a Twitch stream and somebody's backdrop is just a fuck ton of just game memorabilia 
Oh just yeah, like when you see somebody's desk just, and just like, riddled just with it, yeah. Statuettes and just like all of these things where it's like you almost know that if you pointed at like several of those statuettes, I've got like 50 of them. If you pointed at like 3 of them and went, "Can you name all 3 of those?" They would not know the name of one of them. They would just be like, "Ah, oh, that's uh <laughs> like they would have no clue because they're just at this point where it's like part of them to just it's like collect they're mentality. just like hoarding nerd shit to have nerd status well no like i don't know no other like industry is more like quick to give out useless shit than the gaming industry so I swear, true. every i swear to god like every e3 oh, I, i'm at i end up i end up like like i'm like sitting there like in the airbnb or something and i'm like when did I accrue like the equivalent of like eighteen McDonald's Happy Meals worth of little plastic plushy things that just from no, I'm like I did you this just materialized in my backpack whatever I'm like I'm not even a fan of of like this, like like I'm staring at one right now there's a there's a magnetic just cause action figure that's like hanging underneath Connor's my desk best friend or just texted me I found a BlizzCon pin do you want it. Th- this it's is the just, this problem. This is the problem. It's like, the devs, man. They're just sneaking into your backpacks and placing things there like little elves. Unless EA is going to sneak into my backpack to place a personal apology letter for f- destroying no, EA, Mass Effect. They don't apologize. They don't apologize. Then hold, I don't, don't care. I just don't care. Yeah. Coming from someone who does enjoy physical like memorabilia Every, occasionally depends on the game uh i mean it's cool like zach said if you're a big fan it's po- more power to you oh, oh for yeah sure. yeah for sure um like i i got like a, a snake a solid snake statuette thing mm-hmm. uh what else i got i got some like mobile and, and, then, and granted i i was serious there's like a few that look really good i thought i that um that that white destiny ps4 yeah. From a few years ago. Yeah. That thing is gorgeous. I was like, okay. Um, I've always been a fan of like the see ever since the Game Boy Color days, like the see-through plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that 500 million sold PS4 special edition. That's Jeff like the, wanted that oh, bad boy. I wanted that so bad, but it's well, so expensive. Yeah, well, they, yeah. had the, they also had that. Um, I, bought the, I bought the controller though, so. You did get the controller. One okay. Win, well, there was, there, wasn't there also a PlayStation that had like the retro PlayStation like skinning or something? Uh, was the, the controller? The 20th, they had the 20th uh, anniversary. Right, right, that's it. And it was like the PlayStation 1 coloring. Yeah, it was like the gray uh, yeah, with, the, yeah. with the blue and green. Yeah, that's right. That, was, that one was pretty cool too. That's a, that's an interesting topic too. Like, what is like the best looking console? Yeah, best the best special edition consoles. Well, and I mean, even just like natively though, like w- like for instance, like I think the original Xbox, right, just looks like shit. It oh, yeah. looks like oh, this. Yeah. Like I think it nobody looks like an, a, <laughs> an engine block. But then the 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 three sixty. Immediately, the next generation oh, yeah. after it was like gorgeous. It was like oh, this yeah. kind of like con- had this little concave little hourglass mm-hmm. shape from the front, and like mm-hmm. it was like, was like oh, okay, Microsoft. I mean, I have questions though, because it's like, does it really matter? 
does it matter? I mean, you got to look at it when it's in your living room. I, I was going to say guess, consoles even like, more than than like a, any sort of like because you can jerry rig a PC rig that that you that just looks like a monstrosity, but like as long as it runs, like that you don't really care. But like mm-hmm. with a console, yeah, like I would say that the aesthetics are a little matter. more important. It's usually sitting like in your living room in front of you know with all your other memorabilia Stuff. and shit. Yeah, like in the entertainment center or yeah. And, so like that Spider Man PS4 is an eyesore. Stick out like a sore fucking thumb. All right, so. Where are we landing on these topics? Uh, final thoughts, Zach? Yeah, I mean, like, pre, pre, you know, pre-order it, uh, pre-order a game. If you want to play it at, like, midnight or 9 p.m. or whenever it, it launches, you can preload, which is a thing that I appreciate that a lot of um, the consoles and, and, like, Steam does, where you can, like, preload something and then play it right when it launches. So, to me, that's, like, the, still the relevant pre-order thing, but I, I do think it's, like, a bit of a relic from the past. Jeff? Um, I... Th- yeah, I'd say with single-player games, it doesn't hurt to wait because uh, you don't really know. Uh, but multiplayer, you get the beta, and I've had friends that pre-order, play the beta, and they're like, you know what, I'm going to return it or like get my money back. Like It's possible. You can do it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's very where I stand. I think, I think for me that I'm still very stuck on the fact of like, if you're going to pre-order it, I, I agree, it doesn't make much sense for single player. And if you're going to pre-order a game, unless you are a die-hard fan of that game, don't pre-order a game just because of the extra things, I think is where I'm landing. Because that's the thing that has always bothered me, is just this extra fluff of skins and just useless things. It's useless. Um, look me in the eyes and tell me that Spider-Punk suit is useless. It's useless. I didn't play Spider-Man. Oh, there you go. It's not useless. It's thank you. The Spider-Punk suit is so good. It was like one of the, I used that suit. It was dope. Up until I unlocked Scarlet Spidey. And I used that one. The Scarlet Mm. Spider. The the Ben Riley suit. Mm. Mm. Damn. I am surrounded by men moaning over Spider-Man suits right now. And I am incredibly uncomfortable. Oh, God. Spider-Punk. Your little spikes on top of your head. And I will pre-order for that extra, the extra physical stuff. Just so that's out there. For the extra physical stuff. So meaning like. If I'm if, a big fan and I'm like, oh, that Kingdom Hearts. Uh, if they were like, you're going to get a key, keyblade. If I, yeah, if, I get it, if they are going to give me a fucking keyblade, I will give them $150 right fucking there. All right. I, to be fair, I would like like an actual size keyblade. Yeah. So, okay. One of, the, one of my favorite impulse buys in the last like year or so, um, it was in Little Tokyo. And the uh, it was in like one of those little just like whatever mom and pop shops and i found this um like foam core uh master sword from oh, zelda hell yeah and it was like 15 bucks and i was like yes okay let's do this and it's and it, it was amazing i just like walked around little tokyo like with my little master sword it was so great because it's like so like oh fuck yeah it was like satisfying oh, it's yeah. like well made it's like sturdy so like you give me a key keyblade like that in fact i think that thing's around here somewhere all right oh yeah it's right here wait <laughs> connor broke oh, the tip off yeah. of it Oh. oh, that's damn it, Connor. Connor broke the tip, but it's okay. But that doesn't that look for everyone on the podcast right now. I'm holding uh, what it amounts to is a pretty well it's crafted, solid. yeah, it's well crafted like, foam core. I'm like you, you know, you get. It's hit got with some this detail thing. to it, yeah. dude. It's pretty cool. But yeah, Keyblade, one of these. You better believe I'll drop a couple hundred bucks on that. Game. <laughs> so, if it is something physical for a game you are a diehard of. You think pre-ordering is worth it? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, hands down. I, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna, gonna I will... have to concede that point. All right. Actually, you know, I can I can agree with that to a degree. So 
agree to an agree to a, a degree. Agree to an agree. Agree to a, a degree. Agree to a degree. <laughs> yes, that is what I'm trying wow. to say. It is. For those of you who have been sticking through this and listening to this all the way through, you can also pitch uh, your ideas on this debate and give us your thoughts. We have a voicemail number set up. Uh, feel free to call in. Uh, tell us what you think of the debate. Tell us if you think any of our opinions are brutally wrong. It's okay. We're all big kids here. We can handle it. Uh, so the number that you can reach us at is going to be 530-645-2461. And again, that is our voicemail line for you to weigh in on this. And if you are lucky, we will use your voicemail at the beginning of our next episode. Yeah, no, definitely. You're going to want to call that voicemail. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just let it rip. Beyblades in our DMs. Just let that <laughs> shit rip. We, which, by the way, I would love to, if some of y'all listening have any opinions on Beyblades. No, no, no. Please, no. Yeah, tell us. Please what, yeah. ma- let us know. We have been. We. I. They spent an hour earlier watching Beyblades videos. It was Forty-five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's oh, be reasonable here. It was forty-five minutes. No, I mean, I just, I'm would genuinely love to hear from anyone that has an, an opinion on Beyblades in 2018 mm-hmm. because, um, damn, those things are still they're still spinning. give us your reviews which ones we should buy uh yeah you're gonna want to get the steel series dragoon x force g2 office beyblades tournament when yeah exactly right Mm -hmm. Right? now you're gonna want to call that voicemail because we i wear this is actually something that like we are kind of excited about is having like a really easy way for you guys to like interact with us um, in a way that's not all, not always like podcasts offer things like that. Since mm-hmm. this is an audio show, hearing your guys' voice and like actually being able to play you on the show mm-hmm. um, is is a cool way for us to like to connect and get to know each other. So yeah, uh, please don't hesitate to call into there, speak your mind um, with the disclaimer that your words might be edited ever so slightly uh, to take out things you might say that are naughty. Um, but we'll never keep it appropriate. Keep it apropos. But we're not going to take out. We're not going to like edit your words to make it sound like you said like I murdered somebody. <laughs> yes, know? we are. You Absolutely. Like, you like leave a voicemail and you're like, hi, this is um, Jeff. I just wanted to call in to let you know I definitely did not murder John Benet Ramsey. And then I'm just going to like edit it into the podcast. It's like, oh, we got this voicemail from this random dude. And it's like, hi, I'm Jeff. I murdered John Benet Ramsey. <laughs> But yes, to that effect, uh, if you do call in, we might edit your words to a degree. Uh, just keep it PG-13, guys. That's all we ask. You can even keep it a little bit R, I would say. But mm. no TVMA. Mm. Mm. And also, we should note, J- John Benet Ramsey's killer is yet to be uh, un- yet to be identified still technically. But um, Mr. and Mrs. John Benet Ramsey, we know what you did. Dude, nice. Please edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't use that. You're, you're calling me out here. I told you that in like full confidence that I. Jeff did it. Yeah, no, it was Jeff. Yeah, we'll sharpen section. All right, guys. Before we get out of here, one last question, guys. What games are you guys currently playing, Jeff? I'm gonna go ahead and start with you for this one. I am currently playing Spider-Man. Still. Oh, you have to. Yeah, As, I mean, I've I've gone through the, all the story. I'm. Yeah, where are you with the game progress? Uh, no spoilers. And, and are you? And are, and yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, and are, no spoilers. You, are you attempting to platinum it? I, it? I, I think I might. I think I might. I'm not a platinum guy. Same. I'm, but this game, man, I cannot, it's got its hooks. I cannot put it down. And it's, I'm waiting for Black Ops. I see. And okay. I'm waiting for Red Dead. 
it's kind of like a dead zone right now and i'm like yeah spider-man hit it a, a primo time exactly to, it exactly, exactly it's, it's it's so you're are you like well on your way to like 100 percenting the game yeah though? i think uh, percentage wise it's i'm at uh i think 90 percent i'm at 98 percent i have literally every trophy but two well but one, and then the the second one's the, the platinum. Mm-mm. I, I think the last trophy is um is uh, is unlock the like underwear spider suit by, oh, by yeah, 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 completing yeah. all crimes in every district. Yeah, that's the only thing I have to do left is complete all of the crimes in three of the neighborhoods, and there's twelve, no, eighteen crimes left to complete in total. I counted the other night. So I once I once I do eighteen more crimes, I will have one hundred percented Spider Man. Which is the first time I have 100%ed a game since Lego Star Wars back in like 2007 or something. It must be really nice to not be a completionist because that is the bane of my existence. But that's the thing is neither Jeff nor I are completionist type people. mm -hmm. I haven't – I've never – cared enough to platinum a game. I've gotten close-ish but was kind of like, nah, I'm not going to finish this. But like with Spider-Man, I don't know what it is but it's like – You have to do it. It, well, it, it's just, it's just do you want to hear so what I'm not fun. proud of? You want to know what I'm not proud of? I have platinumed every single Assassin's Creed game. That's except insane. for the first one and Origins. Oh, you were but, like, missed the bookends, didn't you? I, I missed the bookends there. But I, I 100% completed every single Assassin's Creed. And I am talking not just I did all the side missions. I did 100% sync playthroughs. That's insane. Because I'm a psycho and I hate myself. I remember like specifically Assassin, Assassin's Creed 3. Because I did it for the DLC too, which was Tyranny of King Washington. Which has probably been... Oh yeah, been, that's the one where they made George Washington an asshole. They huh? made George Washington an <laughs> asshole. And it was probably, weirdly, I forget how old I was. I was probably like 17. It was the hardest fucking DLC I've ever played through in my life. Like, I don't know why, but it was like impossible to get 100% sync on it and it took me like seven weeks to do it that's a lot of time spent in assassin's creed 3 dealing with george washington george washington like can we just really quick can we just address the fact that it's like yes they they were like they really were showing off the like wrong side of history there like if if we just talk about how much how much george washington was a fucking dickhead (laughs) yeah like really can we for a second for the record i passed (laughs) i passed my high school american history class because of assassin's creed 3 so wow i'm serious because if you if you remove if you remove the fact that like connor or his like indian name which i could butcher right now it's like anarangaden anarangaden yeah Wow. Um, but Connor didn't exist, and neither did Haytham Kenway. All of the dates that they show in that game, all of the uh, days that like people did die, for the most part, things are kind of accurate. Not the assassinations, because obviously, like, you know, you know. However, but like the Battle of Bunker Hill dates were correct. All of that was right. And like, I slept through my American history class in high school, and my teacher was like, "How the fuck." Did you pass this class? And I told him, I was like, playing this game. Wow. I'm dead well, there, serious. There that, I'm that playing this going, game. There was that post going around with the like history teacher or something do it, taking his um, teaching his class through the discovery mode in Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. It's called discovery mode, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he was like teaching them about like architecture and stuff. Which, to be fair, when I played Assassin's Creed Two, I got like 
super about like all of the architecture mm-hmm. around like Florence and uh, Venice and what was the other? Was it Florence, Venice, and um, I don't know. Oh, I can't remember. Do you, Rome's not to like the sequels to that game. Rome is in like Revelations or Revelations. Whatever. But it was, it was like it was like Florence, Venice, and people listening to this are going to be there. I know you can go to like Tuscany or something. I don't remember. Um, We're going to hear about I'm, it. In I'm the, mixing uh, all of them up. Right now, there was a lot of SEO games. Yeah, but um, they, but they, but in the, but the, those ones, like I remember, like going to Italy, like a few years after playing those, and just being like, "Holy shit!" Like I, like I know these buildings. This is I remember <laughs> jumping cl- off of it. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, "Where's the piles of hay?" <laughs> no, but like seriously, very like, inaccurate. There's I, not this piles is, of hay around Rome is, right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, like Assassin's Creed, like Ubisoft. Ubisoft has done a thing when it comes to getting their dates and getting things like that accurate. It's fucking incredible. But yes, I have 100%ed all of those games. I don't know why. I think I'm a psycho. Am I tempted to also 100% Odyssey? I don't know. Maybe. I'm kind of into it. Mm-hmm. Might do seen. it. Remains yeah. to be seen. No, I'm definitely going to. Definitely gonna platinum Spider Man. It's I could I might do that tonight. Like that's the that's happening quick. That's coming Hell down yeah. the pipe Ooh, like boy. now. Yeah. So Zach, is that what you're currently playing? Is Spider Man? I have been playing uh, a ton of Spider Man for sure. Uh, I have also been still um, playing a lot of Human Fall Flat. <laughs> um, I the, the split screen co op mode in that is great, um, and I've been having fun like doing like the co op mode in that, or doing like the you and I have played online with with yep. some of our coworkers. Jeff and had a blast doing that. So much. Um, fun. I think you downloaded it. Did I have you? not yet, but I want to. No, actually, no. What you're thinking of is my uh, my lovely mom wants to get Donut County. Donut County. I I so Donut yeah Donut County was we all played that a little bit ago. It's a very short game, so mm-hmm. it's like it's and I, adorable. Please play. It's it. adorable. I liked I liked Donut County. I did. I didn't. Uh, I wanted it to be more like a puzzle game and more like like there, it was a, a more focus on the story than I thought there would be which is was not a bad thing but like I was kind of in the mood for like a okay like here's these challenge levels and like really figuring out the thing it was it, the actual levels themselves are like very not challenging mm-hmm. it's kind of eh. it's not exactly what I was expecting yeah um, yeah but yeah, I can so, see that. so Donut County got through that. I've still been playing a lot of Human Fall Flat, which, by the way, is hilarious. If Dude, you the have catapult. not played it, the catapult. The it, so the stick with Human yeah. Fall Flat, if you've not played it, so the game's actually been around for a bit. It was in early access a while ago. Then it came out like last year, and it was. It's now has multiplayer added into it, right? That was fairly recent, yeah. getting multiplayer into it, and that has really made that game sing because it is so much fun. You, you basically, it's if you're familiar with Gang Beasts, I believe it's the same developer, right? Yes. Yeah. Or yes. at the least, yeah, like spiritual successor to it. But it's like you control um, these little like, you know, Gumby looking characters that you can customize and they just kind of like flop around all over the place. And you're uh, like if you're playing on like a PlayStation, like L2 is your left arm. R2 is your right arm on a mouse. It's left and right click. Um, and you can like that's your main control and you can jump and stuff. But like you can grab onto like any surface and you kind of just have to like fling yourself around levels and grab up things and it's just cool. There's like platforming elements and like puzzle mechanics that are get really like specific. Um, it, it's and a it's, real riot. Even if you think it's not going to be your thing, it definitely is. Like, oh, it's so I much fun to watch. I hadn't touched it until we streamed it and I just had a blast with it. I was terrible at it, but I had a blast with it. So. Yeah, it's, it's fun to watch because it's very silly uh, and it's and pl- playing it with like a group of friends is just like a very addictive thing, which, which ironically playing it alone 
um, is also a very different experience because these worlds, like it, like each world is like kind of like a themed thing. So there's like a mountain level, there's like an, a water level. Um, and I remember playing the, the water level, which is just like you on an island in the middle of this like estuary and there's like a few little smaller islands and eventually there's like a cargo ship port um, and you have to get from your small island to like, you take like a start in like a rowboat and you have to like, it's really hard to row. So you have to like row to like this other island and you get a speedboat and then you take the speedboat across the channel over to this like giant yacht and then you get in the giant yacht and then you go through. And I just remember like going through all this and being like, this is very creepy. Like the music is, re- is really oh, well yeah. done, but it's like very serene and kind of like haunting and oh, yeah. like ethereal the way that you like go through these levels and you're like alone and you feel so alone. And what is what underscores it is you can tell that like most of the puzzles were designed to have somebody else there to like help you through it. You can still do them. Like they're still doable with one person, but it's like this like hard reminder at all times that like, you're alone and you shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's totally playable that way. It's cool. It's an awesome way to play it. Um, and then finally, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm still waiting for COD. I think we all got kind of hooked from the Blackout <sighs> beta. I'm super excited for it. Yeah. It's the first COD game I've been excited about in a long Same. time. Same. I'm not a COD player and I think I'm going to give it a shot. So that's saying a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then still dabbling in, in the Fortnites here and there. Uh, still dabbling in uh, Dead Cells here and there. I Not as much as, as we were, but God. Christ, Dead Cells is so good. I don't think perfect Switch game. Seven guys. Yeah, it. I don't think Jeff or I have touched it. Oh so. my god! It's it, next time you have like a decently long flight, like get Dead Cells. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. for sure. Like it's like perf. Per, I played Dead Cells for almost the entire flight back from the East Coast a few weeks ago, and it was just like perfect, perfect, okay. perfect playing game. Uh, what about you? What have you been playing, Shelby? Uh, I. As you guys both know, and everybody has just ripped into me for it, recently finished my replay of Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, my God. Masochist. I've been on this this heavy replay thing, so I'm not playing anything that's, like, new besides Overwatch because I'm a psycho. Um, But I, I replayed Mass Effect Andromeda. Just for anybody listening, if you are a fan of Mass Effect and you couldn't get through Andromeda at the time of launch, go back, do the updates play it the characters are wooden as all living shit the female krogans have very strange voices but i promise you it is worth it the combat system is a lot but it's a lot of fun i really enjoyed playing back through it i don't think it is as terrible as people said it was i still think it's not good but it's totally worth it um to the effect of me doing replays of things i'm actually replaying silent hill downpour whoa uh i think just because it's deep cut it's close, and I'm also playing Corpse Party. Oh, which one is Corpse Party? It is a top-down style. It's PC. Top-down style anime game. It's based on an anime. That's right. That's right. It's the, yeah. And I, I had been I had been talking about it in the office, yeah. saying that it's a great great game for around Halloween time. And it's just it's so just it's fucked up to the degree that like it leaves an emotional scar on you. And like, I remember the first time I played through it, I was like, I will never go back and play this game again. Like this game is so fucked up. I will not play this again. Here I am like the mm-hmm. masochist that I am going back in for more. <laughs> what are you doing? You I, I am, I am the resident horror freak of this group, but yes, I am replaying Silent Hill downpour and I am replaying corpse party because we are getting close to Halloween and I don't have a VR set to play Transference. And Jeff, I'm going to steal yours. Oh, yeah. I'll bring it in. 
I you can, if you if you want to play it, I do. Transference is the is the one with the uh, Elijah Wood. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's the one his with game. Elijah Wood, and I want to get my hands on Transference so bad. It came out on my birthday, and I've been wanting to play it ever since. Speaking of October games, uh, PS Plus uh, Friday the Thirteenth is free. Oh, oh, is it? Yeah. Shit. Is that is that live right now? Yeah. Or what are the games this month? I I, it's for this month. It's gonna be October. I uh, no for October. It's okay. gonna be uh, Friday the Thirteenth and uh, what was the other one? Some laser laser something. I don't remember. Okay, I I do. Here it's for funny. It. I do think that like still to this day, PlayStation Xbox does the um. Games like the games with gold so much better than PlayStation Plus free games. They are always so like infinitely better. Yeah, and, and PlayStation even, has had some real gems, but like games with gold is consistently good. Even Xbox's Game Pass is kind of fantastic. Oh and yeah, I, mm-hmm. I like I I wasn't like I got it. Full disclosure: I originally got Games Pass on a free trial so I could play Sea of Thieves with my friends when it first came out, and I was like, I'm gonna cancel this immediately. And then I found that they had a remastered version of Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, hmm. which I grew up playing Munch's Odyssey and Stranger's Wrath with mm. my dad. I get all those games so confused. There's like Munch's Odyssey, so Abe's, Munch, so Abe's, Abe's Odyssey came first, and then Munch's Odyssey was the next one in that little world. And then Stranger's Wrath is in Oddworld, but it's a separate story. Yeah, when you're playing as Tiger Boy. He's he is a um oh my god lion cowboy lion cowboy <laughs> he is a I'm no, gonna shoot my wait, jellyfish at you what is he he's a chuzzles um no fuzzle fuzzles you're the sp- ammo you shoot live ammo in that game and it's amazing you chuzzles? shoot live oh I because I, I feel like I do remember crossbow. some of the marketing for that being like we're playing with live ammo but it's like actually like it was little creatures they call him like he's a stag or something like that yeah is, is the, the the creature and the whole premise of that game is like completely ridiculous where he's like trying to get surgery to have like his back legs removed so he can like walk upright like a normal yeah. thing and blend in I digress thought I was gonna just immediately cancel games pass and then got sucked into re- the replay of Abe's Odyssey and ended up sticking around because you couldn't get it anywhere except Game Pass. And you couldn't nice. buy it if you didn't have Game Pass. So Microsoft, fuck you, because that was mean. <laughs> 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 and on that note, I think we're going to go ahead and get out of here, guys. Just a reminder, leave us a voicemail. The voicemail number will be in the description of this episode. But in case you've forgotten, it is 530-645-2461. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Shelby Reese. I've been here with my co-hosts, Zach Niblick and Jeff Clark. Thank you so much for tuning in to Is This a Game? And final debate on that, no. Pre-ordering a game is not a game. Hey. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Bye. Bye.